welcome back. Woo. Um, whoa. For some reason, my mic is picking up the right side of sound a lot more than the left side of sound. Oh. This is what happens if you don't test anything beforehand <laughs> and you just start recording. Hey, listeners. I don't know yeah. how to fix that, so I'm just going to leave that up to, to you in the editing, okay? Oh, good. Well, we'll see what I can do. I know how to fix it in editing. I don't know how to make my mic work better. Okay, cool. Well, then <laughs> that's fine. Why is it doing this? I guess, you know what? Maybe I could fix it. Should I try to fix it right now? Maybe. All right. Kindred um, vamp, I guess. Hold All on. right. Hey, guys. This is Kindred. Hello, hello, hello. I have to continuously test my mic while you do this. Hello, hello. That's not doing anything. So you're just going to have to fix it in post. Sorry. Okay. Hey, hey, listeners. You still don't know what you're listening to. This has come at me. It's an extremely important podcast that is, for some reason, heavily skewed to the right this time. Sorry. Sorry, friends. We're sorry. I mean, hopefully when you're listening to this, Kindred will have fixed it and everything will be great. And I don't know why this is happening. Um, actually, hey, Riley. Yeah. You're editing this one and it goes up tomorrow. Uh. What? I put up the last one. Well, hang on. How did we get so off track? I don't know. I'll edit no, it. No, no, no. It's fine. Wait. What was, it's hang, fine. I'm hang not on. mad. No, it's hang on, fine. Wait, it's hang cool. on. Wait, listeners, give, give us a second. What was the last episode? Get ready with us. Oh, Riley, I know what it was. You edited that one as a favor to me because I had friends in town. Oh, okay. And thank you. I guess I'm doing fucking favors now. Well, <laughs> Hey, that one you didn't even have to line up audio tracks, so. I just had to cut out all of the times we put brushes down in the bathroom because for some reason it's horribly loud and painful to listen to. Well, that was on you. I would have just left them in, so. Yeah, yeah. You know what, everyone? Thank me for editing that one. Because <laughs> Kindred would have just left horrible clipping sound every two minutes. I would have. Anyways. Anyway. Sorry, guys. Hey, should we have worked this out beforehand? No. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, we have an announcement to make. So We, we back, sure do. Back, back in December, um, if you've been following us for a while. <laughs> and we hope you have. We had our Twitundraiser, which was a weird fundraiser for Twitter followers. Mm -hmm. It was kind of satirical. It was kind of not. Kind we had of a great time. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, in that episode, the mm -hmm. whole point was if we get more Twitter followers, we'll send somebody a prize, and we've mm -hmm. neglected to announce that. So, uh, we got. Oh. three more followers, guys! We really did it. <laughs> We're now in the double digits. We have 12 whole Twitter followers, and we're only following eight. So look yeah, at us. So we're... That's some good ratios. Um, follow us on Twitter at XImportantPod. It's actually kind of a fun place. We mostly make fun of ourselves and uh -huh. argue about music, and it's great. It's pretty good. Um, but we randomly generated a winner because mm -hmm. one person is going to be sent a random assortment of unused Band-Aids. Mm -hmm. um, and that winner just so happened to be... My sister-in-law, woo, Megan. Yay, I guess I won't Megan. say her last name, but like, if you go to our Twitter, it'll be pretty easy to figure out which one is her. It's the one named Megan. It's the one named Megan out of our twelve followers. Um, so Megan, I don't even know if you listened to this or if you were just sweet and followed me on Twitter, um, but we will be sending you some band-aids and we're not going to tell you we're doing that so you can just nope. be nice and surprised oh yeah and that's kind of the bonus you don't have to ask for her address she can truly just be surprised 
Yeah, she's like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> It'll be great. I can't wait. She's just oh, she's yeah. gonna text me and be like, why did you send me band aids? And I'm like, didn't you listen to the Twitundraiser, an instant Christmas classic? <laughs> I forgot about the subtitle because I sure did. <laughs> oh God, it. just amazing, just amazing. Well, Riley, this is fun for us because we're recording the night before this goes up, which is. Yeah, which is weird. Not how we do this. We're usually a week ahead, but we got off schedule because I was in Virginia. Yes. Like we've never mentioned that before. (laughs) It was a grand old time. We had lots of plans to do lots of productive Mm -hmm. things and instead didn't do any of those things. I'll tell you what we did. We watched Maso Gourmet on YouTube. (laughs) Oh my God, guys, go watch Maso Gourmet on YouTube. It's the best channel ever. It's so good. If you want to just relax and watch some gentle Japanese hands make some Uh tiny food, oh god, it's so good. And amazing looking food. Not only is it tiny, it just looks beautiful. Except the gelatin stuff. I just don't. It's so close to me. I know. It's fine with me. I enjoy it, but but I get why it would be unappealing. It's just like made out of animal things, and I just don't like It's so like yucky to me. Yeah. Anyways, um, (laughs) life updates Mm -hmm. since since last we recorded mm-hmm. um which was really two days ago but we'll pretend it was to get ready with us okay perfect. um <laughs> my car broke down that was really mm-hmm. super fun mm-hmm. um it ended up being like so much money to fix that we literally just bought a new car mm-hmm. <laughs> a new used car right but still and then new to you and it's beautiful <laughs> an update on the car that broke down it's been sitting in the street for like six days maybe mm-hmm. Um, and four days ago, I got a little fun orange paper Mm -hmm. rubber banded to my windshield wipers. Right. And it was like, if you don't get rid of this piece of junk in five days, we're going to take it. Oh, good. And you're going to have to pay for it. And I was like, oh, "Oh, fuck. Yeah. So I think tomorrow is like the fourth day. Uh Uh-huh. Somebody at Josh's work wanted it, but couldn't pay to tow it, which is like 50 bucks. And I was like, you know, 50 bucks to have a free car. Yeah, that's pretty cheap. Yeah. um, (laughs) So tomorrow I'm like filled with anxiety about this Uh still. I'm I'm like, maybe this would relate to people's like moms, but like I'm like the most anxious mom in the world. Like all I do is worry about everything in my life all the time. And it's really fun. I highly recommend it. Yeah, no, it's it's a good pastime. So I can't stop thinking about this car. And it, oh. I'm like, what if I'm counting the days wrong? What if tomorrow is really the fifth day and they show up at 7 a.m. Hey, and on. they take it? and <laughs> Hang on. As a, as a someone in the legal field, I have to calculate a lot of dates because people got to, like, you, oh, only okay. have, you only have 10 days to respond to this letter or we're going to, you know, s- file a lawsuit. All those sorts of things. So oh my you God, start. Me. I will. So uh, you start counting the day, like, legally the day after so let's say you got it on the second you would start counting five so the first day would be the third so okay so they put the thingy on my car on the 6th Uh of february okay so one so that two that would make today the third day so then sunday looks like the 11th they probably won't tow it on the 11th because it's a sunday so i would i mean right 11th is the fifth day okay that's what i thought but i was like what if they count the sixth as the first day and then i started freaking out about it yeah um you're good but i'm I'm calling, like, a recycle car place tomorrow, and hopefully nice. they can come get it. And if they can't, I'm going to tow it to them, because I am done fucking thinking about this yeah, car. Yeah, no shit. No um, shit. 
But that was fun. Kindred got to deal with me being really stressed out about my car for five days. Oh, and she said she was stressed out, and it was, I had a great time, and she wasn't that stressed. I mean, you, like, we had so much fun. It was At that point, I thought it was fixable, so I was like, it's not a big deal. (laughs) Oh, but here's another fun thing. I'll stop telling the most boring stories in the world after this one. Okay. Um, So, like, we bought a new battery for it when Kindred was here, because we thought it was just the battery, and then Mm -hmm. it wasn't. Uh Uh-huh. Um, I spent like 130 bucks on it. Oh shit! And so today we went back to AutoZone to return the battery because I was like, you know, I I spent a lot of money on this. Yeah. And they, not only did they accept my return, uh huh, and refund my credit card the full amount that I spent. Yeah. They also gave me 17 dollars in cash. What? Hang on. Hang on. And I don't know why. Like I don't understand why. Um. So. Like, life hack, if you need $17, <laughs> buy a battery from AutoZone, return it a week and a half later, and they'll not only refund your card in full, <laughs> even what? when you're honest about it being in a car and you don't know if the car fucked it up or not. I am completely baffled. <laughs> we, like, stared at the return receipt for a long time, and yeah. we were just like, why? Like, I paid 135 and they refunded me 135 to my card, and then they yeah. gave me $16.52. <laughs> They're like, did we'll you... give you that in cash. And I was like, all right. Did you go buy a lottery ticket with it? No, I just put it in my wallet and said, Aww. I'm going to get lunch tomorrow. Oh, that's nice. But that's yeah. $16. Maybe you would have bought a winning lottery ticket, which is not something I believe is possible. But hey. You know, statistically speaking, <laughs> it's not. All right. Not. Listen, we're getting in a bad habit of me telling boring stories for the first 10 minutes of these podcasts. Sorry. Sorry, listeners. I guess I enjoy it, but whatever. Like, Kindred, do you have any boring life updates to share? Um, I know you do. Oh, what? Hang on. I was just going to say something that my coworker said today that was amazingly stupid. Um, say it then. Okay. I was going to say your friends visited you as soon as you got back to Arizona and then you got a new job, kind of. I did. Um, okay, here's my quick boring story and then I'll tell tell the this quote, which I think is great. Um, I visited Riley. I got back um, on a Tuesday night and I had to go to work the next morning because I'm responsible. Um, nice. And then they got here. They were supposed to get here Wednesday, but they got here Thursday and we had a grand old time. And then um, I was... I just had a good time. <laughs> I was exhausted, though. I had to, like, sleep on couch cushions, and it was okay, but I'm really glad to be back in my bed. Yeah. Um, and I got a promotion. I was I was a file clerk at a law firm, and then I was a kind of legal assistant, and now I'm a genuine paralegal, and I hate it. But, oh. you know, it's mostly just because n- nobody's training me, and it's like, I know the basics, and I went to school for two years to do this, but, you know, it's right. different, like, doing assignments for school versus... Um, you know, actually doing a job, but hey, hey, I'm I'm sticking to it for the moment. So you that's can all I can do say. It. I believe Thanks. in your paralegal skills. Thanks, I I believe in them too. But we'll see what happens. Um. Anyway, okay. So um, I live. I have a cubicle at work, and across the cubicle next to mine, so I can't see her. But um, she has a daughter who's like. 17, I think. And by I think, mm-hmm. I mean I know because she talks about her daughter we all the time. all have 17-year-old daughters. <laughs> it's true. Here's a quote. She was talking about her daughter was being the brat. She was telling a long story. But then she says, Millennials ruined my daughter, let me tell you. And 
that is that's amazing to me because what i wanted to say to her was you're right it was just millennials in general who ruined your daughter and not your parenting (laughs) i love everything about that that sounds like an article that would pop up on a facebook feed yeah millennials ruined my daughter let me tell you i know and i was like yep you're right it wasn't anything else it does, had nothing to do with who raised her. You're right. <laughs> well, an interesting fact to me uh-huh. is that my coworker has said an extremely similar thing. This is so stupid. It's so she stupid. Said she was talking to, like, literally talking to a patient. Like, this is yeah. very inappropriate. Right. About her daughter and how much she hates her and they don't get along. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't even think she was friends with this patient. It was just, oh like, God. a random patient. <laughs> they and just had said, to suffer through it. Yeah. And to explain how horrible her daughter is, uh-huh. she said... We didn't raise her to be a millennial, but she's such a millennial. I just, I just. And I was like, okay. Cool. Thanks. All right. Yeah. It's really, it's really interesting. Yeah. Hashtag millennials. Okay. Anyways, (laughs) Lord, Lord almighty. We've been talking for 13 minutes. Um, Kindred, tell us what we're talking about today. Cool. Uh, we are talking about, um, guys, we're back on track. This is, thank, welcome back to regular programming. I really wanted yeah. to drive that home. Reviewing things, <laughs> not just like clinking around in a bathroom. <laughs> I mean, although I enjoyed it. I know that's what, not what you guys are here for. You're here yeah. for our hot takes. Okay. Um, so we are, uh, we, Riley had me listen to an album called Six Feet Beneath the Moon uh, by King Cruel. That's K-R-U-L-E. Um, I like had never from Donkey Kong. Yeah, except I'll get into that in a moment. Um, <laughs> I'll get into that in a moment. All okay, right, so okay. <laughs> so I had never heard of King Cruel. Um, Riley, I I assumed from the album artwork that he was a rapper. Sorry, there's hmm. like cat hair all over. I have to keep blowing it off of my surfaces. Um, I assumed that he was a rapper. I was kind of correct. Um, but because I know Riley loves rap. And the second, I, I started listening to this album before I went to um, Virginia, and I listened to it, I think, one time through before, and um, the second the first song started, which is called Easy Easy, I was like, oh shit, a modern Billy Bragg, cool, because um, I love Billy Bragg, uh, mm-hmm. I've got an email that says Billy Bragg, I was like, oh, I'm into this shit, um, it doesn't say Billy Bragg. says no. Billy Bragg. <laughs> Sorry, my email is a reference to a Billy Bragg song. <laughs> It wasn't this that one funny. Time, this one time I got this email that just said Billy Bragg. I'm a big fan. <laughs> Guys. Yeah. It was funny. It's a funny thing to imagine. Okay, good. Good, because I... Uh, <laughs> all right. Hey, I guess if it's funny, it's funny. Oh um, okay. <laughs> anyway, so King Cruel is a little skinny white boy uh, who's got a very thick Cockney accent. Uh much like Billy Bragg, he is in fact, um, I was looking up on Wikipedia, is in fact um, influ- influenced by Billy Bragg and um, Elvis and a bunch of other artists. Uh, I, like I said, never heard of him before, but Beyonce and like Frank Ocean uh, are like, yeah, he's amazing. And his, I mean, his real name is Archie. Archie Marshall. with a Y, which is really cute. <laughs> um, but he's but he's super talented. You can just tell he's not one of those people. I mean, I, I don't know. I can't make a good <laughs> reference as to someone who's not talented but is famous. I don't know. 
I want to say Justin Bieber, but that's probably rude. I don't know. Nah, but, I think it's pretty Okay, accurate. okay, okay. He's not a Justin Bieber type. Not to be a cliche, but um, he's very talented. You can tell, like, his, he does... Does he do all the instruments, I'm pretty sure? Um, I don't know. Or all the performance. I uh, I was looking it up, and I think he does all the performance, and he sings. I and... heavily rely on you to do the research. Good. Well, I mean, I, I, did, a, I did a bit. I just... <laughs> anyway. Um, no, he's... Uh, it's a, well, hang on. Uh, with all that being said, <laughs> he's highly talented. He's got an amazing voice and you can tell he knows music really well. And, um, it's a good product. I was so bored. <laughs> I did not like this album. Um, I can, it's just, it's just not my style. After the first song, Easy Easy was, was, was great. Um, and then there's the song called A Lizard Slate, which was, I think, his jazziest song on the album. The rest of the, the rest of the album was just pretty one note for me, and I don't, I can't, like, differentiate any of the songs. Um, but, so I didn't, I didn't, um, I don't hate him as an artist. I can tell he's really talented. It's just not my taste. Um, and as for you, Riley, I think, I think that you love this album because he was featured on NPR. explanation no i think you love this because he was featured on npr period. No, for all of the other really amazing reasons oh for him being a you know a great musician and you know beyonce really likes him but he was featured on npr and i thought well what if that's how she heard about him i have an email that says billy bragg i think you love him because he was on npr um so this is very interesting to me okay because I think I know you too well, and okay. I think you know me too well. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I I picked this album mm-hmm. because, yes, I love King Cruel. I fucking love this album. I'm very, very into it. Yeah. And I thought that you wouldn't like it, and I thought that mm-hmm. you would be really into the first song because it sounds like Billy Bragg. Yep. And then I thought you would not have the patience for the rest of it. I, and you're, that's exactly how I describe it. I listened to it one time through and then this couple of times after I attempted, I can, mm-hmm. I would skip songs in the middle because yeah. I was like, I cannot do this right now. Yeah. I picked this because I like, I deliberately thought you'd hear the first song and be like, oh, I'll like this. And then yeah. the rest of it, you'd be like, holy fuck, are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because this this album to me have you read the lyrics though no and i can tell that he's a really I, that's what i'm saying like he's obviously very talented yeah. and i'm sure the lyrics are amazing i just the didn't lyrics have the patience are really really um cool and yeah. like fascinating right um and very like not to be you know not to be a millennial and everything uh-huh. yeah but they're like super relatable right so it's, it's all about like having no hope and no belief and nowhere to go and yeah you know all those things yeah but i'm really really into this album i think it's like something about it and i he has a new album too um Mm -hmm. the ooze which is really great too okay um i love his voice i love his style i love his cadence i love his rhythm i love his pacing yeah and it it's interesting to me I think I've developed, like, a patience with this kind of music mm-hmm. um, because it's not something that's, like, 
super entertaining. Right. It's really, but it's really, like, meditative to me and really comforting. This album makes me feel like an angsty teenager in the best way possible. Well, I mean, I, and I know that, I, I mean, I love, and you know this about me, and I know that you feel the same way, at least about some of these bands, but I love I love British music, you know, I'm all over. I mean, I've got a Joy Division tattoo on my forearm and I can hear, I can hear different influences. I could hear moments of him sounding like Ian Curtis. I could hear that influence. There were moments where it sounded like the Smiths. He, he has great taste in music, but it reminded me so much of the Joy Division album, uh, uh, unknown pleasures which i have tattooed which i know you don't care for and i feel like which i feel like is how i feel about this album i can see that it's amazing but it did not it just didn't connect with me like uh yeah joy division's album did but i think i have this like we'll go ahead we'll finish whatever you're saying oh no i was just i mean i like i connected with those lyrics so much it was you know it's not it's not a pop album unknown pleasures just like this isn't a pop album and it's not necessarily I don't know. I, I, I just see similarities between them, and I just, I this one yeah. just didn't connect with me. And it's it's interesting because, like, I feel like I've listened to this album, I think I only listened to it once before I recommended it to you. Oh, really? Okay. I would usually just put, like, King Cruel, like, the artist radio yeah. on Spotify and just go through, like, whatever they have of his on Spotify. Yeah. In no particular order. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny because I always listen to this at the gym and I don't think it's like very like up no, music. No, no. But it's, but I like love it. I really enjoy the whole experience. And I've been listening to just this album specifically, mm-hmm. like a shit ton because I knew we were going to be talking about it. Yeah. Um, like at work specifically. Okay. And it's really great to listen to at work because it's like such a bummy time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like sitting in the basement. We're training this person to cover while my coworkers on maternity leave. So for like every day for half of the day, I'm just in the basement working. So because we, you know, I'm not <laughs> places upstairs. Blah 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 blah. Um, and I just like listen to this and feel like angsty about my life, and I like nice. love it. Nice. But it's interesting to me because having listened to it, mm-hmm. maybe twelve times now. Okay. Like, in its entirety. Yeah. It has become very catchy to me. Oh, I, 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 I know exactly what you mean. Like, there's... Let me... I'm gonna open it up. Okay. Um, to, like, look at some of these. But Easy Easy okay. is, like, immediately... F- it's not fun, but it's, no. like... Uh, I don't even know if it's catchy. No, but there's something... There's... It's more musical than the... Like, uh, more melodic than the rest yeah, of his music. Yeah, a lot of them are very, very, like, I guess poetic. Like, yeah. they're more about the lyrics, maybe? Yeah, I could, yeah, but, for sure. I don't know, like, I love all of these. Um, mm-hmm. Has This Hit is the one that took the longest time to grow on me. Yeah. In, like, a catchy way, but, like, 4 right. and 2 is amazing. Baby Blue is this, like, super droney, fun, like, slow thing going on droney fun i love droney <laughs> music that's like one of my favorite albums um is tomboy by panda bear oh yeah yeah and it has like a similar vibe to me where you're kind mm-hmm. of being like lulled the whole time okay and i really love that like yeah all of these songs neptune estate is super fun mm-hmm. and they all have like fun different kind of experimental things going on mm-hmm. and but i feel like 
I feel like cohesively the album is just like a great experience for me. I just well, really that's good. like enjoy the experience of yeah. the album. And I feel like yeah. it makes me think a lot. Well, that's also good. Yeah, it makes me like really pensive. But I think an, uh, like a big draw mm-hmm. to King Cruel for me yeah. and Archie Marshall, his like solo stuff, his solo stuff, King Cruel solo, <laughs> solo too. But his yeah. stuff under his name is also uh-huh. really great. Um, and similar, but there's right. some way more like harder stuff. Okay. I'm I know so much about music. Um, <laughs> I just like say harder and hope people know what I'm talking about. And I'll just nod and say, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. But like a big draw to him, other than just the like everything, is his voice mm-hmm. is so wonderful. It's it's amazing. It's really and that's amazing. One of, yeah, that's one of my big qualms about Joy Division. Mm-hmm. I like there's there's certain male voices that are like so annoying to me. It just it really pains me to hear you say this about Ian Curtis. <laughs> but I know I'm you really feel this sorry. way. I know no, I know you feel this way and I just like have to genuinely avoid it because it's like such his voice and his just demeanor and is just such a like so in- entwined with my uh soul which yeah. I, it's debatable is even whether I believe in a soul. So for me to say that, I think is <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but no, I I get I get what you're saying cuz there are there are plenty of, um, I feel this way, I think I feel this way more with women singers. I yeah. can, I find their voices grating, but I know that yeah. there are some male singers that I'm like, uh-uh. Like, I'm trying to think of Billy another Joel. example. See, Billy Joel, I think his, <laughs> my whole thing with Billy Joel is his music is fine. Like, I hear, like, Piano Man, I'm like, oh, that's fine. Yeah. But it's like, it's all so calculated to me. I it's know. all like, he, like, sat down uh. and was like, what? What would hit with the folks this time? I mean, to be fair, guys, one, I hate Billy Joel. Riley and I both really hate Billy Joel. But yeah. to be fair, he was a he was a hit maker. Oh, and I like mean... obviously could write a song, can sing, blah right. blah blah. But like right. every song I'm like, oh, this is Billy Joel? God, why he has so many like I don't it's just weird. Yeah. Um it's it's fine if you guys like Billy Joel. Don't come for us, please. It's oh, like... yeah, because all of our listeners are always interacting with us on Twitter. Well, Linda loves Billy Joel, and she's the only person who ever interacts yeah, with us but, on Twitter. But she knows. She knows how we feel. She definitely yeah. knows how I feel. I'm trying to think of another. I know there's, like, several other male singers mm-hmm. that their voice to me is, like, so. Oh, here's one. Death Cab okay. for Cutie. Oh, so I, and I don't mind his. I only, you know, and I only have like two songs of his saved. But I um, like hate his voice. It's okay. so whiny to me, uh-huh. and like so, uh, I just hate it. No, and it's not my favorite style of music. I know people are always like because um, I love Ben Folds. He's often oh, like grouped yeah. in like as the same like genre. Like people are like, yeah. oh, I love Death Cab for Cutie, and I love Ben Folds. I love the Postal Service, you know, and I love Ben Folds. Yeah. And it's just, for me, it's like Ben Folds is an artist and Death Cab for Cutie is like nothing. <laughs> Damn, girl. <laughs> Harsh. Whoa, Harsh. whoa, now all of a sudden you're sticking up for Death Cab for Cutie? <laughs> no, I'm just, I, I imagine there's people listening who love Death Cab for Cutie. Oh, is it Josh? Nothing. Does Josh love Death Cab for Cutie? I don't know Cutie? if he still does. He definitely used to. <laughs> Well, I, still I don't. Love I don't Josh, think. He would, so. Yeah, I don't think he would say he loves Death Cab for Cutie. I think he would say there was a time that he really enjoyed them. 
Well, I mean, I love, love, love the song Such Great Heights. So, I mean. So there you go. So there I'm just you go. mad at them for covering the Smiths, really. That's all. Oh, that's yeah. All yeah. No. Yeah. It's all right. It's okay. It's fine. Um, I don't really have anything deep to say about this album. Yeah. Other than I picked it because I knew you wouldn't like it. <laughs> God. And I try to pick things that I'm like, I know she'll like this. And then you never well, do. I just think I just think it's interesting. I just yeah. think it's because I was like I I could hear that you would like the first song and you wouldn't mm-hmm. like any of the rest, and I thought that would be fun. I I really really like uh, a lizard state. I think that's a fantastic boom, song, boom, but that's because boom, it's it's boom. it's entirely more melodic than the rest of it. Yeah, and that's yeah. it has it's th- more of a song, I guess. I think you you have little patience for the like we're just going to sit here with the song for a while thing. Yeah. Which I'm really into. Right. Um, let's look up the lyrics to a lizard state because I, something about fat people, fat bitches something about fat people. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you're really funny tonight. Oh, wow. Thank I you. I have an email that says Billy Bragg. Um, <laughs> know what this song's about i couldn't sounds tell you like sounds like does it say fat bitches in it though yeah yeah of okay. course girl you're a bunch of fucking fat bitches fucking fat bitches fat bitches <laughs> what is he trying to tell us with this i don't i thought i knew what this song is about not mm-hmm. reading it i'm like i definitely don't let's see what's that thing called genius genius will tell us what this okay. is about it's a welcome change of pace when a lizard state picks up the tempo. This, I'm quoting from Genius, guys. <laughs> Sounds like something I'd say, though. It's a welcome change of pace when a lizard state picks up the tempo in King Cruel's debut, Six Feet Beneath the Moon. Backed by horns, Marshall adopts a rat pack swagger and ramps up the self-confidence as he pleads with the lover to do what he tells her to. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. He conjures something of a menace when he threatens, girl, I'll tell you apart from the inside out. Says Zoo Kid oh. on Genius. Okay. Uh... I think it's I think it's a um, satire. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you yeah. guys suck. I know, and, and we're I mean, like, I know, we right? know. <laughs> They're well, always I mean, just trying to kill me. I mean, Rat Pack Swagger. I think that's all I'm looking for in a song. So that's all you're looking for <laughs> so, in anything. <laughs> it's really true. Possibly. It's really true. Well, guys, I would say check this album out. Even yeah. though Kindred didn't really like it, you no. Might the enjoy thing it. is, is I would recommend it because I mean, I think it's like I think it's great music. I'm just never oh, gonna also, listen to it again. The ooze. I hope that's what it's called. Now I'm gonna uh-huh. check. Pretty sure it's called the ooze. It's got Ooh. a blue cover with a streak on it in the sky. Ooh. Um, you might like that one better. Me? Yeah. Okay. Well, I might it's give not, it a try. It's not as uh slow okay but it's still pretty pretty slow yeah it's called the ooze um i love it okay but you know that doesn't mean a lot (laughs) i like like something to me (laughs) i like six feet beneath the moon better see so then i'll probably like the ooze yeah yeah that's just that's just the way it goes that's how it goes Um, you guys but i would say if you're gonna listen to it have an open mind and be patient and listen to it at least twice yeah. That's my yeah. advice. And he's got a cool voice, and it's fun. He does. He does. And if you yeah. feel like being an angsty teenager at work in the basement like I do, mm-hmm. 
this is a good album to listen to while you're doing it. Agreed. Agreed. How many thumbs, Kindred? Um, I mean, like, I'm going to just have to give it five, just because it's, it's really good. I can tell it's really good. I'm just mm. never going to listen to it again. So, like, I can't give it a bad score. Yeah. I would give it eight. Nice. Very nice. I like it a lot. And now, I, I just want to know. Okay. What's up with the bare naked ladies? Well, today while I was in my cubicle at work, I was like, fuck, I've got to say something about the bare naked ladies when we're recording. Because I came up with this dumbass segment that I'm committed to now. It's true. I was like, you know, our other ones are pretty, not easy, but like, I don't, we don't have to like Certainly dig less for work. info. Exactly. Anyway. Well, one, I think this is going to have to be not what's going on currently with the Bare Naked Ladies and more, well, you'll see Just what like I found. like fun facts? Yeah, exactly. So I was at work and I am connected to my work Wi-Fi and I Googled and I was about to Google uh, Bare Naked NSFW. Ladies. NSFW. <laughs> Bare Naked Ladies banned fanfic. And I was like, I've got to turn off the Wi-Fi. You can't have them trace this. <laughs> um, and I was like, nothing's going to show up. But hang on, guys. Something showed up. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, a website called barenakedbliss.net. And no, it's not porn. Mm. <laughs> it is a guide to the world of bare nakedness. But it's bare, It's all about bare naked ladies. There's a tab for news, tour dates. I mean, it hasn't been updated, updated since like 2003. But it's got... I have... Oh, I, yes. I'm, con- I'm concerned. <laughs> okay. The, the bare naked ladies have, like, anyone <laughs> devoted enough to make them a website like this. It's, um, you guys need to go to it. It's, it's barenakedbliss.net. Go to it. And the guy go running it. in incognito mode. <laughs> and check this website out. And the guy running it will have, like, if we all do it, guys, all the listeners, go do it. If you just go, he'll be like, why do I have ten hits on this website all of a sudden? Nobody's ever clicked on this. Anyway. Well, I love it because, like. You have to pay to keep a website. Like, I know, in service. and so it's someone's paying to keep this up. on the internet. It's amazing. it's amazing. It's so amazing. Okay, so anyway, it's got news, tour dates, lyrics, pictures, quotes, links, band bio, just written by the guy who has written this, who's made this website, um, and then fanfic is the last tab. So yeah. guys, I've got. I just have a little um, excerpt that I would like to read to you. Maybe um, you just read the whole thing instead. It's not that interesting, but I think it's oh, better okay. if I just read this expert excerpt because <laughs> my this expert. Um, anyway, so guys, listeners, I know nobody cares about who the bare naked ladies are anymore, but they've got really great music, and I know that I just, <laughs> I know you can't trust me <laughs> with my music taste. But it's really fantastic. Um, Anyway, so the Bare Naked Ladies are a Canadian band. There's, like, five members. They're all just kind of, like, married men. Why okay? do you think you have to tell us who the Bare Naked Ladies are? Well, I mean, I know everybody knows, but, like, do they know they're Canadian and they're just, like, Riot's a bunch band. of dads? Yes. Everyone okay. knows. I don't think they do. Literally, I think everyone does. Sir, we'll, put a, we'll put a Twitter poll up. Do y'all know the Bare Naked Ladies are from Canada and are a bunch of dads? Everyone will say yes. Okay. Well, no one will respond. No one will respond to that. Um, Well, here's the thing. I'm just thinking, like, not that anybody besides, you know, Linda and Josh and whoever listen to this, um, but, like, my coworkers wouldn't, 
all they do is watch This Is Us on, us on NBC. So yeah, but they, like, they were around in the 90s. Yeah, I but they, they were around, mm-mm. like, you know about mm-mm. Bare Naked Ladies. I, all right, all right. Kindred, <laughs> I'll have to run a poll at work. I'm going to say, I, I double-dog Daria to approach, like, six people at work and ask them if they know about Bare Naked Ladies, at least that they're from Canada and they're a bunch of <laughs> Okay. And they'd be like, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, they'd be like, no, I love This Is Us on NBC. And then I'd walk away. <laughs> oh my god, have you seen This Is Us? I have heard that so many times in my life. Holy shit. I know. All the time at work. Okay. All right. This is like um, 12 lines of dialogue, okay? So it'll take me a couple minutes to read. Feel free to interject, but I'm reading these 12 no, lines. No, I'm going to be silent Okay. And enjoy it. I think, so this is kind of like the last part of the first quote-unquote chapter. Um, I think mm-hmm. they are on tour and they find a cat, okay? Okay. <laughs> All right, so here we go. That's just like me. It, it is. You did find Liza. Tune in to next episode, guys. Yeah. All right. Um, guys, tell me you didn't steal someone's cat. Rock bands that trash their hotel rooms are kind of cute in a retro way. Rock bands who steal people's pets are never welcome anywhere. I think he's a stray, Finn, and Ed objected. There was the first... Oh, God. This was the first volley in what everyone knew would be a quote-unquote Finn, can we keep him campaign? But the tour manager was having none of it. That's no stray, Finn replied firmly. Stray cats aren't that cuddly or that pudgy, and their coats aren't that plushy, and most importantly... Ed, stray cats don't wear collars with little metal tags hanging from them. Well, damn, Ed replied, noticing the collar for the first time. He turned the rabies tag and read the phone number on it. This guy's vet is in Dallas. How the hell did you get all the way here from Dallas? Fuzzman? Not unexpectedly, the cat offered no explanation. Well, Finn, we can't turn him in. Well, Finn, we can't turn him out on the street. Ed argued, and there won't be anybody at the vets at this hour. Let's keep him for the night and call in the morning to see whether they whether they know where this guy should be. Fair enough, Finn said. There's a mall next to the hotel. We can pick up some pet supplies for the night. Is there a Toys R Us? Ed demanded. Because I need some new video games, and Kevin is out of art supplies. Kevin just got a whole bunch of art supplies. How can be? How can he be out? Finn objected, knowing as he spoke that he was going to regret it. Well, Kevin replied pointedly, oh not looking oh at Steve and Tyler. Not Steve and Tyler. Steve and Tyler. Oh, I was like Steve and Tyler. <laughs> no, no, I wish. The last time we stayed in a hotel with no cable, if you know what I mean, someone decided to make a pornographic flip it book, and they used up all my paper and crayons. Don't act what? innocent with us, you evil little bastard. Who was the one who gave us all the, those tips on perspective drawing? Steve protested, outraged. Oh yeah, well, whatever. Anyway, I need some more stuff. He looked thoughtfully at the cat. Besides, I don't have any really good grays. Oh, all right, Finn sighed. As soon as we check in, we'll make a Toys R Us run. Surely to God, surely to God mighty, you can't get into any trouble in Toys R Us. After all his experience with the group... Finn really should have known better than to tempt fate fate in such a flagrant manner. Oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> this fanfic is like is like a shitty sitcom. Yeah. They're like, uh-huh. let's imagine our five boys uh-huh. in a kooky scenario where they steal a cat and make porn? Pornographic flipbooks because there's no cable if you know what i mean what do they mean if you know what i mean so in in a normal scenario they all just sit around and jack off 
in the same hotel room. I'm. This is so weird. When you said Steven Tyler, I immediately thought of that Lizzie McGuire episode where Steven Tyler shows up, and I was like, ooh. I don't remember that. Oh, my God. Steven Tyler was on Lizzie, Lizzie McGuire? McGuire? Uh, yeah, hell yeah, I did. Yeah. It's the Christmas special, so... Um, it's not the one with Aaron Carter. It might be okay. the one with Aaron Carter. Okay. <laughs> but it ends with them in a parade and Steven Tyler's there and they all sing. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. And now... He's like, I'm relevant. And we're like, no. No. And then he had a baby two years ago and he's in his 80s. <laughs> okay. He's in his 70s. Did he really have a baby? Yes. I think it was, I mean, at most three years ago. Wowza. Yeah. You know what? You should change your Bare Naked Ladies game to What's Up with Steven Tyler. It's probably, like, way more interesting. <laughs> but I don't give a fuck about Steven Tyler, and I love the Bare Naked Ladies, so... That was amazing. I... It, it was not amazing. <laughs> I can't believe it exists, just this website. And that's well, all I... I have to say. I just decided that the fanfic that we started, that I want to uh-huh. finish... Yes, and we will... Um, needs to feature the bare naked ladies finding a cat at some point. Guys, watch out for that. Yeah, check out our fanfic. It'll be available on ebooks everywhere. Yes, wherever someday. books are sold. Um, wherever ebooks are downloaded. Oh, Riley, I just remembered we promised that we were gonna read our Twilight fanfic at some point. So oh, we'll try. I can go get it. Oh my god, I unfortunately have to leave my house in ten minutes. Where are you going? Um, well, Nene is at her friend Justin's house, and I'm going to go with my mom, and I'm going to buy us Costa Vida, because I what haven't eaten your, dinner yet. What does Naomi being at her friend's house have to do with that? Well, we have to drive to Queen Creek, so we're going to be in the car, and I haven't eaten dinner oh. yet, so. Oh, Queen so. Creek. Oh my god, you guys know Queen Creek. <laughs> guys, you know Queen Creek, just you south of Queen Mesa. Creek. Hey, I have an important question. Okay. Does does caf not cafe Rio? Does Chipotle have ranch? Um, I haven't been to Chipotle in four years, so I don't know. Like they have a salad option, but I want to yeah. know if it has ranch because I sure love ranch. Mm. Ranch is delicious, and a salad without it would be a, a disgrace. So yeah, unless it's that Hidden Valley shit, and then that's oh, gross. only for pizza. No, no. Guys, Riley and I talked about this at an IHOP in the middle of nowhere that we were the only people in. It wasn't in the middle of nowhere. It was in Front Royal. (laughs) All right. It was in Front Royal, Virginia, (laughs) which looked populated and not populated all the same time. It was incredible. Yes. Yes. Um, It's very accurate. But it was also like a Thursday at three o'clock. So that's very true. People got shit. People got jobs. It's true. Like those IHOP workers. (laughs) Oh, my God. Who I, I found our receipt. Uh-huh. Because um, I was cleaning out my car that's now broken down. Yeah. And, and our server's name was Amethyst. Oh, I noticed. And I was going to say, hey, it's almost February. And then, but I could tell she wouldn't have, like, been happy about that. She's like, so. she's like yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, what else? We, what else do we have to say? I don't know. I mean, we did it. <laughs> I guess we did, huh, guys? I mean, I guess we did. Guys, we really are going to... I'm going to find my copy of the fanfic, too. That way we can maybe read it together. Yeah. Or I can, like, just send you pictures of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, also, it's 2018. I forgot. It's literally on my bookshelf. Oh, I'm I'm so glad. Like, I found it I'm the so other glad. Day and I was so happy. No, um, I know where mine is. It's in a box. Good, good. I... 
God, I had something to say, but I guess oh, no. I didn't. Was it about our Xanadu fan fiction? Oh, no. I was going to say, me and Kindred are bouncing around the idea of starting another podcast where we, like, specifically talk about ex-Mormonism. Yeah. Um, and, and real talk, guys. I, we know that it probably doesn't apply to everyone here, but yeah. but um, it's something that, God, real talk, has, like, extremely impacted me and Riley's life, as evidenced yeah. by the talk In just every on episode of this podcast. <laughs> every episode of this podcast. But... Anyway, I mean, I guess we don't need your approval. We just we just want well, you to know we were thinking about it. If you guys want to tell us anything, if you want to tweet at us and let us yeah. know what you think, or DM us, or mm-hmm. like most of us, you know, most of you know us in real life, so just send yeah. us like a text. Yeah. Um, we would like to know, I would like to know if you mm-hmm. would like that as a mini series of Come At Me, where we specifically talk about that, um, or if we should start like a whole new podcast, which, you know... I mean, like would re- require a lot more work, but it's possible. It would <laughs> require a lot of work. Um, here's my counterpoint to having it as a mini series. Mm-hmm. Um, in all of my podcasts, when they do that sort of thing, I get sick of it, <laughs> and then I find myself just scrolling. I'm like, this isn't yeah, what I'm here for. I think that's fair, and it's a very separate topic, but yeah. But anyway, but yeah. I just don't want to have to buy another website. <laughs> it's true. It's true, guys. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll figure Anyways, it we're out. playing around with that. If you have mm-hmm. any input on that, let us know IRL mm-hmm. or on Twitter again yeah. at XImportantPod. Or we have an email. Oh yeah, um, extremely important, extremely important questions at gmail.com. Yeah, so email so. us. Kindred checks it sometimes, and it's always like spam from China. Oh, I still get spam like probably once a week, but it's always like we see it not optimized on Google. It's not. It's not. It's not like a someone who doesn't speak English. It's like a robot. Like. Just, like, put words into an email. I get weird robot emails, and I'm like, how did my email get to you, robot? Yeah, no shit. Anyways, this is a long ending to this episode. Yeah, oh, well, Riley, why don't you take us out with our catchphrase? Um, Happy National Pizza Day, Mm. and enjoy the Olympics. Go America! Mm. I love America. We're the best country. (laughs) As proven by our many medals. Yep. All right. Bye, bye. I guess. <laughs>